1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Three, two, one. Luke Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club. Eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you,
3: but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We
2: have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier. Funnier. More Labradoodles. More Labradoodles. <laughs> St. Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan, the Odyssey map and 1080theFan.com. Hey,
4: happy Saturday morning. I hope all of you beautiful people in the Rose City are having a wonderful morning. But let's
3: start with the most important person. Will Darkens, how are you doing today, sir? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, man! I'm feeling fresh off a of vacay. Off a of vacay. Off a of vacay.
4: Well. How'd you feel on your vacay?
3: Okay, I actually have something horribly embarrassing to admit about my vacay. Do
4: please do. So first of all, you had a scheduled vacation to go to the coast. You're going to
3: be a, a coast weekend with the wife. That that's was right. Plan for last. We were going to act like Oregon coasties, which means we'd have windblown hair, yeah. hoodies. Shopping for uh, wind chimes. Shopping for wind chimes. Go to Cannon Beach and pretend like we live there. Wearing a timber scarf. That's right. Yep. Maybe go buy some drugs. Well, yeah, obviously. It's the coast.
4: Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do there?
3: So we went to Oceanside? That's right, right? Sounds right. Okay. Went to Oceanside. Got a house. Is that a place? Little house. Sure. And we decided one night, you know what? We're going to watch a movie. Ooh, scary movie of the coast. (laughs) A scary movie. Oh. I wanted it? It to be all art deco. Nah, man. I'm art? I'm a higher level. Really? You dig? Sure. I was like, I want a sophisticated movie. Give me something that's gonna make me think at the coast. <laughs> well, right? Why'd you do that? Yeah, well, well that's a terrible idea. Well, it gets worse. Okay, keep going. I got nomad land. You heard of it? I've heard of it. I gotta say I don't know a
4: tons about it. Won a bunch of Oscars. Okay. Uh, Francis McDermott. That's right. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know what the storyline is. You you can tell me.
1: Sure.
3: So I'll give you just a basic of it. Uh, Francis McDermott, main character, woman who works at, uh, like some type of manufacturing plant in South Dakota. Sure. Gets fired and laid off during the financial crisis of 08, decides to just live in her camper, travel around the U S. Oh, okay. Just relationships she has with people, right? Sure. Okay, so the movie starts, and the one thing I start to notice is I go, "Wow, this is a really artsy fartsy movie. Mm. This is some next level ass." Yeah. All right. Like, artsy and fartsy. It's just the sound design where you're hearing music, and underneath you're just like barely hearing their voices. Really, it's really interesting. Where like just through the movie,
4: like Are you sure your speakers weren't broken, <laughs> the wrong setting on the uh, surround sound.
3: That's what it was.
1: You watch we the whole movie sat like that.
3: for two hours in silence. Uh, uh, now, hold on a second. Because it, it's not as dumb as it sounds. No, it's pretty dumb. No, no. It, it's not <laughs> that dumb. How far did you get into the story before I...
4: Properly identified the problem. It's not that dumb. <laughs> it's pretty dumb. It's a little dumb. It's pretty dumb. Not too dumb. Now, in fairness, you were also suffering from the, the COVID vaccine fog. Yeah. So you were you were already dumbed down a little bit because it knocked you down.
3: Yeah, it kicked my ass. Yeah. So. So, right. We sat through the whole movie <laughs> for two hours with just one channel of audio. They gave you the music and sure. you could barely you know. <laughs> hear the talking cuz that was on a separate track when sure, they mixed yep, it. Yeah, yep. And so we were just listening to it in mono. Nice. And what do you do for a living? Uh oh, I uh I'm a uh radio producer. Yeah, and uh so you 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 do deal in sound. Okay. Your,
4: your whole profession, you get paid for Working with sound.
3: Yeah, I'd appreciate it if you for? wouldn't interrupt this you go to school story with just <laughs> illegitimate facts. Like what? none of this really matters. What'd I don't know why you're mentioning it. What'd you go to school for? It. I went for school for some some broadcasting, some radio. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, let me give you the full scope here. Though. Sure. So when we got there, right, uh, we watched TV and the TV sound was working. Sure. All of it was working. Yeah. There were previews on the DVD. They were working. Sure. You could hear voices. Yeah. You could hear everything. Sure. There was a DVD menu where
4: they had a few lines. Yeah. Did you put on the closed caption at any point? No. Ooh, really hard to hear. My wife likes watching movies with closed caption now,
3: which I'm fine with. We didn't realize it till the next day.
4: That's fantastic.
3: And the only reason we le- realized it for the next day was my wife had never seen step brothers and I go, "Oh, we got to watch step brothers. It's one of my favorite comedy yeah. movies." So you put on. It's so super I put on artsy. Step brothers. You're like, "This is super artsy?" <laughs> yeah, and like, <laughs> you can't hear anything. And, dude, uh, there was this moment uh, where we were both watching Step Brothers. And did you, you put could No see Man their, Lad back on? Uh, no, no, no. There's this <laughs> moment where we we're both watching Step Brothers, and all the actors' uh, mouths are moving, no vo- no vo- uh, volume or anything. And we both just slowly turn our heads toward each other with our mouths agape. And like, then just slap foreheads. Oh, for heads. oh uh, my God. We sat for two hours and 15 minutes. Thinking it was a silent film. That is that is fantastic. That just it delights
4: me to no end. It's a wonderful story. Thank you.
3: It was bad. Uh, that's pretty bad. That was one of the more low moments of intelligence in my life. Yeah, but you know what the nice thing is?
4: N- no, neither of you can really point at the other and go, "Well, you're you're a dummy." Uh. Oh, my wife did. Except for. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's all on you. Yeah. <laughs> it's all on you. Like you can look at her and go, how did you not know? You, yeah. you have none of that. You have, no. literally have no leverage.
3: Yeah, it's no, fantastic. not at all. And it's in fact, so she tried to really skew the logic of like that. I, that somehow I knew that you did it on purpose, that I was doing that on purpose and that I was making her vacation a living hell. And I was like, why do you uh, think that? Like I'm not, I didn't sit here. I want to hear what they're saying. Damn yeah. it. Because I've seen silent movies before, and there's a part of me that likes them for that certain aspect, yeah. but there's another part of me that's like, I really wish I knew what the hell they were saying. Sure. You know? Yeah, but what's a what's a what's your great silent movie? Any Charlie Chaplin one. Also, The Artist. I really like Was The, the artist. artist good? I, 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 it I, got I, crapped on because it, it won Best Picture, and it probably shouldn't have. I, I've, I've had it queued up for... A decade on netflix you would like it and yeah. you would like it because you like the ins and outs of hollywood and it's yeah. about hollywood at the turn yeah. of the century like yeah. the the 19, early um early uh, 1910s 1920s when everything okay. was starting to kind of go towards sound yeah it's yeah interesting
4: the soundies the talkies that's right we go check out a talkie that's fantastic yeah maybe i will check that we're doing out. a talkie right now we well that's all we're doing is sitting here talking so but we, we can't we don't have the technology to link it up with uh visuals yeah, we, can, we do. Nope. Not Dude, we're
3: live streaming on Squeege right now. Are we on Squeege? Yeah. Nice. I didn't know you set up the Squeege feed. Yeah. That's nice. Can't see it. What? I'd set it up so you can't see oh, it. Oh, yeah. There. No,
4: I can't. Well, I'm yeah. watching I'm watching uh as I as I normally do. I get about halfway through this show before I realize I'm watching leftovers from golf. Uh, but now it's a major. So now you're
3: actually invested
4: in it. Actually, you know what? Is uh, they're very exciting in golf today. Mm. Okay. It's not the PGA. Today's the Masters What? The Masters a
1: buddy the Matsters? of mine.
4: It's his birthday Thursday also my uh, wedding anniversary. He was in my wedding didn't realize that I invited him to be a groomsman on his birthday but we got married in Vegas he's like no all good. So Thursday was his birthday and then uh, going out to Edgefield I haven't been out to Edgefield to play the uh, short course in very long time. So we're mm. going out there. we're playing uh, yeah his name's Matt. So they call it the Masters instead of the Masters. So that'll be our our little uh, afternoon.
3: Are there any other mats there? I don't know. I imagine. Okay, that would probably make it more the Masters. I don't have the full list. Well, it's his birthday. Who cares? If it was all mats. Yeah. It's See, only mats. In would fact, you, I'm not going to lie. When you started that. this, I thought you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say, like, it's a meeting of mats. And I, I was like that. Oh, that's yeah, interesting. No, I'm, well, I'm not a mat, so I wouldn't be invited. Well, maybe you're just there to observe, yeah. perhaps. Yeah.
4: Like, yeah. Like, if, if it was called the Lukesters, like, because it's the, so far yeah. away from
3: or the master. The,
4: yeah. Or the, the Wilsters
3: or whatever. The Wilsters. Would you,
4: if you got invited to a party. Okay. Like, I don't know who the
3: closest Will in your life is. No one. I've really no other... known no one else named Will. No other Wills. I met one Will in college when I was blackout drunk. Okay. So and that... my friends could have just been lying to me and said Fine. his name was Will. That guy calls you up. <laughs> I don't know if you remember me, but we got blackout drunk together oh. in college. Remember that one time you got in your underwear at my house and I told you you need to leave. And then you kept yelling at me like, oh my gosh, we have the same name. And I told you my name's Matt. Yeah. No. So that <laughs> guy calls you Will. Your name's Will. That's right. <laughs> so that guy calls you
4: up and goes, hey, I'm getting together a bunch of Wills. Yeah. We're going to go ride dirt bikes mm. and then we're going to drink uh Hawaiian punch mm. and... We're going to make hats. It's going to be a really great time. You want to come out and hang out? We're going to call it the the Will Weekend. It's going to be awesome. Weekend of Will. Yeah, there you go. Weekend of Wills. Now, you lost me. Where there's a will, there's a way. That's That's right. That's what they're going to call. Uh, Of course. I was trying to think of a clever name. It took Mm -hmm. me a second. I apologize. Didn't have that one in the. That's okay.
3: That's okay. At least you didn't watch a movie on silent (laughs) for two hours. Where there's a will, there's a way. Realize it the next day. Weekend. Would you go? You lost me a dirt bike, but then when you said that we're gonna make hats, yeah, well, I'm a little interested in that. Sure. And I wanna know what kind of hat. And uh, I wanna hey. know how much skill I have to have to make the hat. Well, here's the so thing. This is like a build it yourself hat. Yeah. Can I put like. There, uh, there's gonna be hat kits there.
4: Oh. So-
3: can I put my little uh, my little knickknacks on the hat? Like you know you sure, see no, so now
4: there'll be a bedazzler there. Okay, like yeah, you no. see
3: now on Crocs, like you can put your little bejewels on it. Like Wait, can really? I do that on my hat? Wait, just all of a sudden you can bejewel a Croc? Yeah, you can bejewel Crocs now. You couldn't before. You could, but it was crude. Oh, gotcha. It gotcha. so gotcha. wasn't cool. Now it's like a kit. Now it's badass. Yeah. You know Crocs are like a thing. That, like C J McCollum has his own Croc. Really. Yeah, and they they put this stupid little uh, these stupid little crap things on them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's basically just plastic,
4: and well, it's plastic to, on plastic. Yeah,
3: right. Yeah, and it's supposed to represent who you are
4: as a person. Oh, it's like flair for your feet. Can't you just get shoes you like when that
3: represent who you are as a person? Well, no, Luke, because that type of depth is not something that you know everybody has. Oh, I got you. Like, you wear yellow shoes, right? I do. That I wear, says everything about you. That's all you need to know. I wear yellow shoes. I don't need checks. to ask you questions. Nope. But C.J. McCollum, not a very complicated person. He needs to put nah, stupid crap nah. on his shoes to tell you what his political affiliations oh. are, what he
5: loves.
4: So wait, does it look but he's like... he's a
3: sunglasses fan. <laughs>
4: does he... Does it look like the... Like look the, it up. You got a the, computer. The merit sash uh, on, like, the the Girl Scouts. You get a a bit, little sash yeah. with your pin. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, a bit of that. Okay, I I got it. You should look it up. Oh, I'll look it up right now. You're not. No, no, I'm totally looking up CJ. seems like you're just uh... CJ McCollum's Crocs. <laughs> seems like seems like it's something you're not interested no, in. You're just really, I, I'm really <laughs> not. Well, there it goes. An auto-populated Crocs. All right. Oh, look at that. That's uh, pretty tight, huh? They are yellow. Yeah. So you guys have something in common. Yeah, well, no, because I do not have Crocs. Got my yellow Chucks. It's very different. So he's got a basketball on there. Yep. He's got CJ. Definitely has sunglasses on there. Yeah. Uh, he else? loves shades. He votes. Yep, he it's does all vote. about vibe. He believes that Black Lives Matter. I agree okay. with that. That's good. He's anti-racist.
3: Okay. Like, Why who, do you need to say does that? Does that need to be? Well, yeah, no, I was about to say that, too. Why do you need to put that on a shoe? Yeah, show? like, that, that should be a given. Like, If you're
4: racist, you wouldn't put that on a shoe. So I I just assume you're anti-racist unless your shoe says racist on it. And what happens when it starts to peel off and just the anti part comes off?
3: Now it says your shoe's racist. racist.
4: Yeah, I wouldn't do that.
3: Or you're just just anti. I would like to see what would happen if I wore a shirt. Is that a double negative? Anti? Anti. Because racist is negative. Yeah. Anti is negative. I would like to see what would happen if I wore a shirt that said... I'm anti-racist, and just walk around with it. I think people'd be okay with that. You think so? Yeah. I kind of think the woke crowd would come at me and be like, "Oh, so you think that's funny that you're ironic and everything?" And I'd be like, "No, I'm putting my political statement, my beliefs on my T-shirt." And they'd be like, "You know, we don't need your kind. We don't need that." And I'd be like, "My kind? What's that supposed to mean?"
4: Yeah, I don't know. These shoes are stupid. (laughs) My my assessment. Is that yeah, what you were expecting? Justin Bieber has some, too. Only oh, knows. let's
3: look at Biebs. Yeah, look him up. All
4: right. Who who doesn't have these Crocs? Is this like it's a big thing? He has Lyme disease, by the way.
3: Does he really? Is there a little icon on his Crocs for Lyme disease? I have Lyme disease. Don't drink my blood. Wait. Is that a thing?
4: If you drink someone with Lyme disease? Uh, uh, yeah. bunny rabbits. Is that actually? No, those can't be Biebs. What Crocs women's
3: Justin Bieber Crocs? Is he a woman now? I don't know. Well, you're on the page. It, yeah, it but they're just for say sale. Justin Bieber is now a woman. I
4: just he t- sells women's oh, shoes. Here's Justin Bieber's Crocs. Apparently, also yellow.
3: Okay, so, so they got a yellow vibe going. See, I think you should get Crocs now.
4: Why? Just because everybody's wearing yellow? Yeah. He's Drew. He's got a sunshine, a flower, a frowny. These are real dumb. A slice of pizza. A okay, rainbow? I can get behind that. <laughs> Wear no, a t-shirt. But, I love pizza. But this is like being anti-racist. <laughs> like, like I'm against racists and I like pizza. It's like, all right, tell me something I didn't automatically assume about you as a person. Like, even you, you don't eat real food. You don't like meat. You don't like cheese. You don't like anything oh, no, I delicious. I love cheese now. Hold on a second. Okay, cheese is good. Well, there you go. Che- yeah, you would have to. So, But I assume there's some sort of pizza that you're like, <laughs> so we put jokes on there. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So. Do you, anchovies, you go anchovies on a pizza. Never had it. Oh, is it good? When I was in Rome, literally, when in Rome, it's my when in Rome moment. They go anchovies on a pizza. I go, yeah, I'll try it. I'm in Italy. Yeah, I'm literally in Rome. Yeah, it smells when I'm in it. was delicious. It was, it was one of the best pizzas I've ever had. Is Rome just filthy? No, Rome is, is. Rome is unbelievable. So, uh, we're, you're walking through a fairly modern city. All right.
3: Uh, let's, uh, this, this better be quick. Except for there's break.
4: ancient ruins. <laughs> and then inside of the city, you have one of the most elaborate spaces you've ever been to. And Vatican City is insane. The whole it's
3: Rome is unbelievable. I've heard just for people who visited, they tell me it's it, it is. they tell that part of it. Yeah, But then they go, it's dirty. And are they from Portland? Because go
4: go downtown and, okay. then, and then call. All right. It is pretty uh, dirty hey, there. NBA playoffs, uh, off to a great start. Here's a weird thing. Eastern Conference play terrible. Western Conference play amazing. Started uh, uh, Tuesday, finished last night with a fantastic game. So we will uh, catch you up on everything you need to know about the play-in tournament and where we sit with the actual tournament. The playoffs begin today. This is The Center and the Saint on 1080 The Fan.
5: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
4: all right welcome back in a couple suggestions on the fan text line for the weekend of wills where there's a will there's a way weekend somebody says uh, if it's if it's dirt bikes wills will and wheels also, uh, call it the Will Power Weekend. There you go. Those are good. There you go. You got a, You know what? You just need to get a hold of some Wills. And like I said, I don't know any. Well, hey, you're not going to meet any uh, with an attitude like that. You get on your social medias and you put a call out. And I'll bet you there's some cool Wills. Who's the, who's the coolest Will? Will Smith. Oh, yeah. I guess that's pretty obvious. Who's the coolest Luke. Probably some country guy, Luke Bryan, Luke Combs, Luke Babbitt, Luke. Ba- Ooh, think I can get all three of those guys to hang out with me for a weekend.
3: Uh, yes, actually, in fact, <laughs> I think you can. I don't think you would have any trouble with that, honestly. <laughs> Luke Babbitt. I'm sure if Luke you just want to like buy, if you want to buy like like black market weed. You can get a hold of Luke Babbitt, I'm sure. Is that what he does? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna put that out there. You just like, did You literally just put that out there over there. All right. I'm not gonna say that's what he does, but there's probably a strong likelihood. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fair. Um so last night
4: we had the culmination of the play tournament. Uh I need to get your assessment on it. What what did you think of this uh new thing the NBA did? The the official first run of the play-in tournament in NBA basketball.
3: Boy, I was a huge fan. Yeah? I really was. I think there were a lot of people who kind of crapped on it because of some uh, lopsided. Eastern Conference games. Eastern Conference games. So I will argue, I thought the Celtics game was good in the first half, the first round game. Okay. But the first half of basketball games does not matter. So. Well, apparently it does. (laughs) Not as much as the second half. Well.
4: Because the second half of that game, somebody disappeared they did but they still made it into the playoffs. And you
3: know the Eastern Conference games that's fine. I mean I really, I really wasn't too concerned well, about but, those but anyway.
4: what else what else in that though? I mean Russell Westbrook got hammered for how he played in the second half of the game in Boston. But because you had that was a 7-8 matchup, the Wizards had a chance at redemption. So the way the for- the way the format set up instead of being just all right Two games, you know, whoever wins these games is in. Having that middle game, that second game, of course you want to win the first game and go right in, but for the 9-10 seed to have to win to get into that and Mm. then the loser gets a second chance, there's a redemption right around the corner. So I thought that that was nice. And yes, there was some disinterest in the Eastern Conference because there's
3: always a disinterest in the Eastern conference in the NBA. I thought the, the biggest letdown in the Eastern conference was the Hornets. I thought that oh, was God. just an insane letdown. And I really stick my reputation, which is strong, it's rock solid, especially on this radio station. Yes. Uh, saying that I think the Hornets are kind of a dark horse coming out of there, even though they were on a bit of a downturn at the end of the season. I kind of thought to myself, "Look, this team has nothing to lose, and they're young. They're a young upstart team that has a lot of great talent. That it seems like they can kind of put it all together at the right moment." Turns out, I totally <laughs> missed the mark on that. Yeah, a lot that of attribute, it, but it should have been for the Grizzlies because True. goodness me, yeah. that was incredible what they did well, last and, night.
4: And in in fairness, a lot of people thought the 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 Hornets were going to put something together like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And and I got bought in by LaMelo Ball, man. That guy's amazing. Sure. Sure.
4: And, but they are also playing with other best player. I mean, Gordon Hayward, not there, whatever. And they're gone. It's not going to make a matter because now they're going into the Eastern Conference playoffs, which we won't care about until the finals. And just going to, who's going to be in. Um, And it's probably going to be the Nets. So it'll be boring. You think so? Yeah. I mean, just every year, what, what happens? Toronto makes it to the Eastern Conference final or Boston makes it there. And you're like, eh, do we really believe in these teams? Nah. Yeah. I mean, the, the Nets do make it more interesting, but they're probably just going to roll through. I mean, for two decades, it felt like it was, all right, well, LeBron's going to be there. Who else is going to be there?
3: You know, I hate to put this out there because it's like a thing you, I guess you shouldn't, which makes me a Maverick. Yeah, sure. You are a Maverick. Um, Boy, I'll tell you what. I I know that like they've been resting the nets. Yeah. I'm just looking back at history. They don't have a very good history with those three players of like succeeding in the playoffs when it matters most. And it always seems like someone gets hurt. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. So that's why I'm not totally bought in on the nets yet because there's this weird thing of them, which is like for some reason, if James Harden isn't there, everything doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. And James Harden has a really bad habit of just like I don't know if it's like he doesn't care up. anymore, no. or like he got really bad acid reflux and so he can't play very well, or something like that, or he's just like really looking forward to the strip club after the game. Or it, his can mind co- is it can be just somewhere else. It can be a combination of all those things. That's true. I mean, yeah.
4: the idea bad that acid, acid be reflux won. wanting
3: to get to that strip yeah. club. Yeah, or
4: bad acid reflux from the strip club last night, excited to go back. That ain't acid
3: reflux. That's something else.
1: <laughs>
4: could be both.
3: <laughs> well, it could be. Could you imagine? Poor guy. Uh, Goodness me. Um,
4: no, but the Western Con- the Western Conference play-in gave us everything that you wanted. You have LeBron James with a huge shot in mm. a comeback win over the Warriors. Triple vision. Then you feel like the Warriors, by virtue of having played so close with the Lakers, you think it's an automatic. Mm. And then and then yeah, you have the Grizzlies come along and John Morant. I mean. He hasn't had a great year. He's injured early in the season and these numbers don't look great. Mm. But last night, what was he? Five of 10 from three, 35 points, two Mm. floaters at the end that, you know, to seal the victory, Steph Curry played great, but the Warriors just didn't have enough, which that's what it should be. It was that it was everything that it should have been.
3: Uh, And I would also, and I totally agree with you on that. That was probably one of my favorite games to watch this entire season. Um it, it was just awesome. It was the idea that in the first half the <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies were showing a poise that like I didn't see coming whatsoever. You know, they beat they beat the Spurs and that was just kind of a given to me because yep. I feel like the Spurs are at this point where they're waiting for Pop to retire. Yeah. And I felt like coming into this game exactly how you did, which is like, okay, well, the Warriors played the Lakers so close, ixo facto, they yep. will be able to take care of this Memphis team. Memphis showed a type of maturity That they just shouldn't have had, but they did. And what impressed me the most was they just committed to a ballsy ass strategy, which is trap Steph Curry at midcourt every time. I love. I don't don't know why you wouldn't do one possession off or that. No, no, no. Every time that guy comes up the court, first of all, Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks is on him. go. Yep. Dylan Brooks. Then go. right after that, yep. if he wants to set a pick, it really doesn't matter who it is. Trap him. Yep. And it worked. It essentially worked. They won the game. Yeah. That's- um. So I thought that was really ballsy. And then I also just, I got to put it out there so we don't have to spend too much time on it. Steph Curry, greatest shooter of all time. Not a top five point guard of all time. Okay. And that game was a good example of it. <sighs> Yeah, but
4: you know what? It's also a good example of you have to game plan for one of the smallest guys on the floor. That's that's unique. How often, like, how often did a team go, dude? If we take out John Stockton, then we win this game. Trap him every single time he comes across the court. Do not let him get across half court. I mean, you had game plans for Shaq. You had game plans for Jordan. You had game plans for the greatest players of all time. But you didn't have it's not very often a point guard is, dude, we just can't let this guy get in we we can't let him get into the offense. Well you're seeing it more now. Yeah.
3: What these point guards are pretty much just shooting guards now.
4: Yeah. Well, there's no question about it. It's the 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 talent that is at that position and Jeremy Lin is retiring or, or mentioned the the possibility of retiring. Mm-hmm. He had a very good G league season this year and he points to those numbers or whatever. But I just go, dude, every team has a star point guard. Yeah. I mean, every team in the NBA has a star point guard. It's like, I, I feel bad. Cause it's like, well, where do you, where do you really fit in? It's just, it's uh, almost impossible to break into that little club. And he did for a long time. I'd like to see Jeremy Lin back, but I, th- my thought immediately went to dude, like whose job you taking? Like, look at the the Nuggets or the I'm sorry, the Utah Jazz looking at the matchup in the first round. The Grizzlies get to go take on. It's like, good job. Stop. Stop. Steph, John Morant, you did great. Now you get to go to head to head against Mike Conley
3: mm.
4: and Donovan Mitchell mm. and Jordan Clarkson in the backcourt for that team. Like those guys all can score
3: 25 a game. Well, yeah. And if you get past that, it's probably Chris Paul. <laughs> Well, yeah, but then
4: who's standing on the inside if you're going to go try that little oh, yeah. floater? It's Rudy Gobert, and then yeah, Chris Paul. Uh, speaking of Chris Paul, I have a very, very interesting question for you. Oh, put yourself in this situation. Okay, I'm ready. You are a player
3: that has never what do been I play.
4: Play basketball. Oh, I
3: thought you meant I was a player. You're, but you, you be both. Okay, good.
4: We can be more than one thing in this show. That's what I like we've, this we've question. In this, this is awesome. Okay, you're a player and a player. Nice. Uh, You play in the NBA. You've never been to the NBA finals. That sucks. Your first round matchup, Mm. you're playing against a team with somebody that always goes to the NBA finals. Mm. You find out that player broke COVID protocol. Oh, that player. And you happen to be the head of the NBA players association. What kind of push do you to make sure do you put in to make sure that that guy does or does not play? In his opening round series, if he's supposed to take 10 to 14 days off.
3: Boy, that's a loaded question. And that. all I'm focused on is the fact that I'm a player. Okay, player. <laughs> Think about the question. I'll restate it to you in
4: the break. Uh, but we will discuss it after this Sports center update.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
4: All right, welcome back in. Um, I love Nirvana's music. You ever heard this band? Nirvana? Nirvana. Ladies and gentlemen, Nirvana. Um, Los Angeles Lakers superstar LeBron James violated COVID protocol this week by attending an event for a tequila that he's backing he was hanging out with Drake and Michael B. Jordan, and apparently he uh, he has breached the agreed-upon terms of the health and safety code of the NBA.
3: Wow! According to Woj, there's not going to be any suspensions. Well, of course there's not. What the hell are you talking about? No, none. Never. You're never, ever going to suspend that guy for anything. I, I, I truly believe this if you had a Dante Stallworth moment with the bone oh. James, I'm not even kidding, dude. I, they'd suspend Wait, did, him for like 10 games. Did Dante Stallworth gets suspended. I think he was out for a whole year. Anyway, I'm pretty it. sure he killed a guy drunk driving. Didn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. I think But he he's get, back in the league. I think he get 10 games. 10 games. <laughs> Seriously. They're, no, they're, they are never suspending this guy for anything. And you know what? I wish the NBA would just come out And just say, that's the reason why.
4: (laughs) Well, we just wanted to check in to see why that we're not suspending LeBron. If he's is, well, because he's LeBron. Uh,
3: It's LeBron James and he's the face of our entire organization. So
4: the the entire league. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Everything.
4: I just love that on the other side is the head of the players association. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My path to the NBA finals may not get any harder than my first round series against (laughs) I could the do something. If you're Chris Paul, would you even think about me going like, "Well, let me look at these rules a little bit closer." Cuz if it's if it's anyone else in the league doing this, hmm. are there suspensions? Uh
3: well. if it's another all-star, is it
4: is it handled differently? So, so you you, so, said, you yeah. said there's no way you suspend LeBron James. If it's James Harden, if it's if it's Chris Paul, if it's Damian Lillard. Keep going. Well, I do have to keep going down the list until it's somebody that gets suspended. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so all-star. I'm just going to go blanket. I'm not going to go every single player in the NBA. Oh, you can
3: keep going. I mean, that's a pretty good – you're getting closer. Okay. So let's say it's Yusuf Nurkic. I suspended. Okay. I think you do. You got one game. Maybe a half. (laughs) Like college football. Yeah. First of all, those are the stupidest suspensions. Oh, I love half suspensions. Are you kidding? Great. Right. we're gonna have him sit out.
4: We're gonna have him sit out the first yeah. half so he's fresh for the second half when we need him.
3: I will tell you, it is kind of a <laughs> he head turner. Viol- violated team rules, so we're gonna keep him fresh for the second half right.
4: when we need him. I wish they. That's what I wish they would say. Like you want honesty in sports. Mm. Yeah, listen, you know, he's our best linebacker and he he made some poor choices this weekend. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna keep him out of the game until we really need him, because we need the defense to lock down in the yeah. second half. They've got a good mobile quarterback <laughs> on Mars. Uh yeah,
3: Yusuf Nurkic. Uh. I think he gets a game. Yeah. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony? No. Really? Legacy. Legacy. Can't touch. That. Legacy plays into yeah. it more. Okay. I think that maybe Adam Silver is making a very Strong handed call to Jody Allen saying like, yeah, the team needs to discipline him. This can't come from the top. It's got to come from you guys. Well,
4: I think that's what I think that's exactly where we're at with this. So reading through the ESPN article, basically they went, all right, this because this is a first offense. It's not. And it wasn't something egregious. Everyone that was there, it was an outdoor photo shoot for his vodka or for his tequila and everyone else produced their vaccination cards. And they took a took a test. Oh, interesting. Guess who didn't? And who's been very dodgy about it, whether or not he's been vaccinated? LeBron James. I
3: know. So you think LeBron t- has the Rona? I think he could be one of those anti-vaxxers. Oh, really? Yeah. Boy, wouldn't that be a twist?
4: If you listen back to some of the interviews that he's done, pay close attention to it. LeBron yeah. James may be
1: anti-vaxxer because yeah
4: he was asked a question about it and he said you know the most important thing that he's healthy and available for his team uh anything outside of basketball is is 99.9 family now this was a tequila photo shoot so uh, uh
3: yeah i mm, that seems very unlikely just because lebron james huh? is a at least from all other business ventures and statements seems to be a rather progressive person yeah But then again, you never know with people. Like, people have weird, you know. People have developed and complicated values and thoughts. Yeah. And at times, it kind of veers off. Because, well, people aren't robots. Sometimes you just kind of have a hair up your ass and you think something different. I could buy into the idea that LeBron James, who has... Uh, provided free schooling for uh, at-risk youth in his hometown, who has spoken out against racism of all kinds, who has donated millions of dollars to other foundations, would also go, no, I don't want a vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, so the question (laughs) was asked directly to him, and the
4: reporter uh, said, have you received the vaccine? He said, it's not a big deal.
3: Yeah, he hasn't got it. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I that wish she would... would have just done that at the start of the segment cuz then I would have known. Well, no, I wanted you to do cuz it was going through my head yeah. and I was like, "Man, I don't know cuz this is a big deal to me, man. Like I follow LeBron James, like he is like it, like I he's I king. I sit on every word he says. Like I got to hear what my dude LeBron has to say. And so now that you're telling me he's an anti-vaxer, I'm going to overreact one whole way. Yeah. and get on Twitter and just start pissing people off. And
4: this is why I did not say it at
3: the beginning. <laughs> just but to get this response. It's just
4: it's just interesting. It's an in, it's an interesting twist in a very complex person.
3: Well, you know the whole thing when when the whole vaccine thing came out that, you know, it uh it was produced so quickly because yep. it was compared to other vaccines sure. that have ever been created by western science. Yep. It was, it was very quick. There was a very understandable response from the African American community of I don't know if I trust that because there is a horrible history of vaccination trials and test yep. trials yep. that have exposed yeah the African American people the Tuskegee yep. experiments
4: yep there was a there was a very big campaign mm. directed towards the African American population yeah. that that it, it it was fascinating to to learn more about the history of it it's, yeah. and terrifying.
3: So, I mean, in all seriousness, in that case, like I, I, I understand it from that point of view. Sure. I very much disagree with it. And I say, please go get yourself vaccinated. Yeah. That is horribly dangerous. You're traveling everywhere. <laughs> you possibly could be infecting people. But at the same time, I'm, I'm slightly understanding of what you're going through right now. Yeah. That's yeah. a hard spot. It, it it definitely is. But, yeah, it's just, just
4: an interesting layer to all of this. But, yes, going into the NBA playoff, there's no fear of LeBron James not being available. Now, probably shouldn't go and do any more photo shoots and just focus on basketball. Uh, all right, we need to talk about Blazers. We have not talked about Blazers. We'll do that in hour two. But first, we have to get to good versus evil, so we'll do that next. It is The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan and Odyssey. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports
2: this week? What has happened to the, What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions. I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, bro. Let the center and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil, brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan. Not at all. I mean, the playoffs are a different season, you know. um see a lot of crazy things throughout the course of the, of the regular season, and when the playoffs come, it's a whole different season. Mentality changes. Um, a lot of things change, so um, you can't read into anything that happened in a regular season because it's a whole totally different season.
3: Do you understand any of that? It's a whole different season. Whole different season. Whole That's different what season. Regular it.
4: season doesn't matter. It's yeah. a whole different season. This the playoffs
3: is not the regular season. It's Tyron Lue the- in a mask. Sure. Clippers appear to want no part of the Lakers. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George sat out losses to the bottom feeding Rockets and Thunder near the end of this season, basically dropping the Clippers to the fourth seed, in which they will meet the Mavericks in the first round. It seems like this was an attempt to skip over the Lakers if that would have happened. Will this come back to bite the Clippers? No, uh, playoff
4: P will come back to bite the Clippers. Uh, and apparently have it, and apparently, uh, there are rumblings that uh, Kawhi Leonard, not exactly the leadership that you need from uh, a star player. Um, the reports are that, you know, when he showed up in Toronto, that was a team that just needed a player of his caliber to put him over the top in the culture was already established in San Antonio, but trying to build a culture around Kawhi Leonard, not the same thing in Los Angeles. So I I think it'll come down to, can they be clutch in the, in the NBA playoffs? It's going to come down to the last three minutes of, of nearly every game or every series. There'll be multiple games. that will come down to the final three minutes. And can you make those shots? You have to win close games in the NBA playoffs. And I don't know if the Clippers are a team I trust in that situation.
2: I've been so lucky to play with him, uh, you know, for the past decade. And he's an unbelievable player. I don't get involved in, in, in this side of it, you know, from a, from a teammate, from a player standpoint, he's my teammate, you know, he's my guy. And you let the, the, the other side of it shake
3: out how it is. That's male model who gets most of his work posing for the cover of mortgage pamphlets, Matt Ryan. Jeff Schultz of The Athletic reported that the Falcons indeed would like to trade Julio Jones and free up some cap space. DeAndre Hopkins, who is on the Arizona Cardinals, appears to be in favor of the potential move as he took to Twitter Friday to indicate that he might restructure his own contract so that Jones can come onto his team. Could you imagine? Which Ugh. team in the NFL... With viable trade pieces, needs Julio Jones the most. Packers? Yeah. <laughs> Green Bay Packers,
4: man. You wanna make Aaron Rodgers happy and keep him there? Hey, I just got you Julio Jones. And you still have Devontae Adams. Go win another MVP. And this time let's do it with a Super Bowl ring to back it up. That's that's the only that's the only team that should be pushing all their chips into the table or Sorry, that's the first team that should be pushing all their chips into the table. I can't. Another one does not jump to mind that is anywhere nearly in need of Julio Jones anymore.
5: David Mendenhall is a super fan Uh, out uh, here. So, Dave, tell me, what does this mean? You guys are, like, thrilled over Oh, I'm so excited. Tim is such a great guy. We can't wait to get him on the field. Can't wait to get him in the locker room. We are super excited. Do you think he'll make the team? I really think he's going to make the team. I don't think there's any way he doesn't make the team. He's got a lot of heart, a lot of soul, and he's ready to get out there and kick some behind in.
4: That is, le- that is legit. A hind Tim in. Tebow fan. Of course it is. He said hind end.
3: He didn't say, but didn't say ass. He didn't say booty. He, he said got, hind end who got into the shot on a local Jacksonville <laughs> news television station. Oh, man. Tim Tebow's attempted NFL comeback has officially begun. The 07 Heisman trophy winning quarterback signed a one year deal with the Jaguars and was on the field Thursday for the team's off season program, but he's playing tight end just to make it very clear sure he's wearing jersey number 85 and within 24 hours it became the top selling jersey on the NFL's website of course it did of course it did how do you think this all ends for Timmy
4: uh, then he just sits on the bench. and We all kind of forget that he's there. He ends up, oh, making, really? he ends up making the team. He'll make like a special teams tackle or something. Uh, yeah, no, he's not going to be a starting NFL tight end. Here's how I don't want it to end, but I kind of have a premonition that it may end this way. Is he's going to catch a pass over the middle and get lit up by an NFL linebacker and be carried off the field on a stretcher. That's something that I keep seeing, but here's the truth is he's probably not going to get on the field as a tight end. He, there are NFL tight ends on that roster. I know they're a little light at the position. There are NFL tight ends on that roster. You'll throw it to them before you throw it to Tim Tebow. His biggest play of the year is going to be on special teams.
3: Bet or the, your rear or, end it is. Or
4: practice. Hind end. It's hind end. You bet your hind end it is. That's odd. Is rear a curse?
3: <laughs> Could have just not, said rear. Nope. Hind. <laughs>
4: nope. hind. It's hind
3: end. And in fact, saying hind end makes it even creepier. Hey. Again, look at the hind end on that thing. All right. Favorite story of the week. This one comes from California. I don't know if you heard this, but apparently a woman destroyed her $26 million lottery ticket in the wash. (laughs) That's awesome. This is what she's claiming. Uh, Yeah, of course she is. Uh, Those are the numbers I had. So apparently she had bought the ticket. And she had, I guess, memorized the numbers. Well, it's so she knew
4: the numbers. Isn't there one where you go and pick your numbers? Cause there's different types of lotteries. I always sure. play these
3: six numbers or whatever. I don't play the lottery. I don't know how it works. The winning numbers were 23, 36, 12, 31, and 13. That's my kid's birthdays. And the mega number was 10. Yeah. And that's my birthday. So basically she hit everything. <laughs> and then washed it. And apparently she left the ticket in the wash in her pants. And lottery board members are now looking into this because she's like adamant. Well, and is, she has like scraps of it. Sure. Isn't, and she's trying to like put it together to show them. Isn't
4: there like a machine where they go, it was sold. Where, where did you buy it? You go to the store. You see what was like, isn't this is a $26 million ticket. Isn't there some backup to it? Uh, I mean, you would think, yeah, like if you scanned in a scratch ticket, I imagine it goes over the barcode and goes, all right, this was sold at this time or whatever. Cause if somebody shows up with a $1 scratcher, that's worth, you know, Oh, I a $100,000 on mm-hmm. it. Uh, then it looks like this is a fraudulent. I think they can very quickly identify by the serial number or whatever on it that it would, yeah, that's not real.
3: So apparently under California law, if someone does lose a ticket, they must provide evidence that they owned it, such as a photograph of the front and the back of the ticket. Sure. That's all you need? Can you doctor a photo? Do, Yeah, well, sure. But again,
4: I think that they they have a backup. So if you show up and you'll be like, here, here's the photo of it. So you think there's like a second copy made? Or there's a electronic transaction record when you buy a lottery ticket. Now, here's my question. Is if you buy a ticket okay. for the Powerball, you can win $26 million or whatever it is. Right? Need it. This is, this is two guys talking about the lottery that do not play the lottery and don't know anything Gotta about it. Got to have it. So you buy your lottery ticket. You could potentially win $26 million. Hell yeah. How much care do you give to that ticket? What value do you put on that? So if you buy, if you buy a $3 pair of sunglasses or you buy a $300 pair of sunglasses, you treat them differently, right? That yeah. receipt... For your lottery ticket needs to be treated differently from the one that you have for your ointment you had to get at CVS, right? How do you know about that? You've told me about it. Oh, that's right. Every break for the last four yeah. years, I you know. tell me about your ointment I and know. how you have to apply it yeah, in a know. special applicator yeah. and how uncomfortable it is to sit down after you put it on. Yeah. Yes, the cotton swab's huge. We all know about. I know all about the ointment. Okay. The listeners right. don't Sorry. need to know about it. How much? How much? perceived value. Do you give a ticket that is potentially worth $26,000? My
3: wallet. So something that <laughs> you can put it somewhere where it's not going to be washed. My wallet, yeah. Because my wallet is somewhere where I put stuff that initially I value to be, or, or, or I designate to have high value. And then I forget about it. <laughs> and, but how many times, have you, how many times have you washed your wallet? i never. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like Just yeah, put it, it in your wallet. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. I on. mean, maybe your wallet is a complete effing mess. And maybe that's why she didn't do it. Yeah. I mean, my wallet's pretty spare because this is what always happens. I don't carry cash. Sure. So I stuff a bunch of crap into the billfold. <laughs> and Fair. again, this is what happens. I get something that's around that size. And I initially go, wow, that's pretty important. I should put it in my wallet. I forget completely about sure. it. Sure. But,
4: but then if <laughs> something reminds you and you go, Oh, <laughs>
3: Hey, look, all my numbers yeah. hit on the lottery. That's right. Or it's like, Oh, I had that gift yeah. certificate and I pull it out and I go, Oh, it's expired. And I shredded. Yeah. <laughs> but, but so, but if you have a lottery ticket, right? Yeah.
4: You just put it in your wallet. But at some point you 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 wouldn't forget about it cuz you have to check your numbers, the right? Lottery ticket. You buy the lottery ticket, they display the
3: numbers, you check it. There seems like there would be a routine in this. Well, I'm going to just guess that this woman is not there's no chance. A well put together woman. I get that. But how often does she wash her lottery tickets? How often does she wash her pants? Is the better question. Yeah, that's probably because I think that woman's pockets are deep and they got a bunch of crap in them. <laughs> the problem
4: isn't that she never washes lottery tickets; and she never washes her pants. All right, she she did not have a winning ticket. That's all I'm saying. That's the whole the whole point I was trying to get. To. How dare you? Now, talking of winning recipes, is there a recipe for the Blazers to beat the Nuggets? You're a pro. Will craps all over that statement. Next uh, to start hour two center and say, "Tennessee the
1: fan. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.